this information is really interesting to me and I, I liked um, when I looked into this a little more but uh, opium right that is uh, a main component and driver of the opioid epidemic that we're in right now opium uh, actually releases endorphins in the body and those are like a, a natural painkiller type of uh, hormone that's released in our own body so the opium molecule uh, from the poppy plant actually releases those and then what we ended up doing is we decided to take that poppy plant, realized it had some pain-killing effects, and we decided to drive it into overkill. So uh, for the month of Restore, we focus on a conservative care first approach to healthcare. So that's um, non-medication, non-surgical intervention at first, okay? If we do need to utilize medication and surgery, obviously we don't wanna steer patients away from that, but we wanna take a conservative uh, care approach first. So. This opium uh, information is very interesting to me. So let's look at some of these stats. Opium, um, like I said, it uh, kills pain, okay? So then what we did was we were able to extract the codeine and morphine molecules from the, the poppy plant there. And those things have a potency. And then what we've done is we've decided to make synthetic chemical versions of these molecules. So we've got codeine, we've got morphine, and then morphine is actually 10 times more powerful than opium. Okay, so 10 times more powerful than opium. Then what we did was we made a synthetic version of it called hydrocodone. So hydrocodone is the equivalent in terms of power as morphine. Okay, so we've got hydrocodone now. And then all of a sudden, we go up to oxycodone. And oxycodone is actually 10.5 times more powerful than opium. So now we're at 10.5 times more powerful than opium. The next step is methadone, which is 30 times stronger than opium. So now we're sitting at 30 times more stronger than originally opium that obviously plays a big role in uh, previous civilizations becoming addicted to the, the poppy plant. All right, so after methadone, we then get heroin. So heroin is a biggie on the black market right now, like on the street, you can get heroin, right? And a lot of families, white blue collar families, are having family members that are addicted to heroin. And heroin is actually 20.5 to 50.5 times stronger than opium. So originally we had morphine used in the medical professional scenario. We, we had it used in hospitals. And the main purpose of morphine was to reduce pain during surgeries in major, major traumas. So when we're actually cutting into the body to help people with stuff that's going, inside, going on inside their body, yeah, I mean, that's going to be painful. So of course we want to utilize a medication that will help reduce the pain. I mean, nowadays with access to this um, medication, the fact that we could even fathom cutting someone open and doing surgery without some sort of a painkiller is ridiculous. So obviously we want to use them for the right reason. But heroin, right, is easily accessible outside of its intended purposes of why it was developed in the first place. So what's fascinating about this heroin, I'm gonna stick with heroin for a second, is that back in the mid 1800s, people were addicted to morphine and then heroin was developed. And heroin was actually developed as a deterrent for these morphine addicts to use instead of morphine. They thought that heroin would be less addicting than morphine. So they made heroin around the same time the hypodermic needle was developed. So all up until that time, we had no way to inject stuff into our body and humans didn't know how we would respond to the injectables. So they actually recommended that morphine addicts, if they, took, if they used heroin, 
they would be, have a higher likelihood of being addicted if they smoked or swallowed the heroin. But in fact, if you were addicted, a good way to become less addicted to that opium would be to inject heroin. Humans actually thought, medical professionals actually thought that if you injected heroin, you had less likelihood to become addicted to the morphine opium addiction that you're already uh, currently living with, which is just bonkers to me. The fact that we really think that that, that, that we thought that these educated people, these smart people really thought that it would be less addicting to inject it into our system. So it just goes to show how we can get some amazing power as humans with these types of medications, but how little knowledge we actually have of the long-term ramifications of these particular medications, which is why with the Restore Month that we're doing this month is why we always say, let's start with a conservative approach first, we put our effort in now, and then down the road, if for some reason it's not working, yeah, then let's look at medication and surgery, but let's start with the conservative approach first. So that heroin was super, super interesting to me when I found that out. And around the same time, you can buy, you could buy heroin over the counter with hypodermic needles so that you could inject it into yourself if you were a morphine addict. Crazy. And then at the, so we've got you can buy it over the counter, but yet aspirin, Bayer aspirin, had to be prescribed. So think about that for a second. You had Bayer aspirin and heroin, and you could buy, you had to get a doctor prescription for the aspirin because it showed uh, gastrointestinal. It could cause some gastrointestinal issues, and they were concerned with that. But yet heroin, that we see now as being extremely addicting, you could just get over the counter. All right, so that's my that's my heroin rant, but. Let's finish off these drugs because heroin, as addicting as it is, we realize we still have a couple more medications that have been developed after that. All right, so we've got heroin, and then the biggie is fentanyl. Fentanyl is a biggie right now, and fentanyl is so powerful, it's actually 500 to 1,000 1, times stronger than opium. So we've got a drug that is 500 to 1,000 times stronger than opium that is now being laced and put into other drugs that are on the streets. and. Fentanyl is really the biggie that we're seeing right now causing a lot of overdoses, right? Because the fentanyl is so powerful that they take just a little bit of it. They put it in whatever drug of choice that you're, you're buying on the street and uh, it can be too much for you. All right, and then the last one, which is elephant tranquilizer that is actually used in a similar way as fentanyl. This one is called carfentanyl. And this one is 100,000 times stronger than opium. 100,000 times stronger than opium. And if you have any um, police officers in your family, uh, you know that they get training about carfentanil and how just by having a patch and just by touching it, just by if you were to pull someone over, if you're a police officer and they have it on you and they try to, they try to put it on you, or if you touch it, it can have opium type of response to you, right? Just by touching the carfentanil patch. All right, so these drugs are super, super powerful and they're impacting our society in ways that we've never seen before. So again, this is just knowledge for you guys. I find this stuff super fascinating. If you subscribe below, I'll keep making more content like this. Uh, let me know in the comments what you like, dislike, so I can start steering my conversations to better avenues for you guys. Um, but uh, we'll check you out for the month of Restore here, and hopefully we'll all take a better approach at a conservative care approach first, and uh, medication, surgical intervention second. All right, have a good month.